in the world with LinkedIn. One show at a time. Join your fearless leaders as they reveal insider secrets, chat with other LinkedIn gurus, and answer your LinkedIn questions. For those about to get LinkedIn, we salute you. This is your chance to get inspired and use LinkedIn to help you rock the world too. Now, it's time to crank it up to 11. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the LinkedIn Rockstars! This week, Lori Ruff speaks with Neil Schaefer, the founder of Maximize Your Social. You know, it's been so long now. It's been like 10 years, right? And you've been here so long. I didn't remember that you weren't there at the same time. I mean, it's just, I guess when I started coming up for air and realizing that, oh my God, this is a real industry. Uh, Who are the movers and shakers? And then the Forbes top 50 list came out and then some other things happened. And and I just knew about you already. And I wasn't surprised to see you on the list. And then um, I'm just going to kind of settle into the conversation. Um, Are we recording? Yeah, we are now. So we'll just we'll just do the other thing, um, you know, the other part later because I, I do that sometimes, and, and, you know, we and can, our audience loves it. And we can include that as part of one of these conversations. So the evolution of the industry yes. and what we've seen, right? Because we yeah. there, and it's and it's funny because I talk to um, I'm not related to him, but you know, Mark Schaefer. Uh, oh my god, I love Mark Schaefer. He's been on the he's been on the show. Oh, has he been? Okay, so we met yes. up for like the first time and had a chance to talk because we both teach at Rutgers. We happened to be there the same day, the same time. And he's like, Neil, there aren't that many of us around that are still, you know, doing the consulting and the blogging. And, you know, right. a lot of people have moved on. They've, they've joined companies or they don't podcast anymore or blog anymore. So, oh uh, yeah. It, Neil, I joined the company. I know you did. I was gonna, <laughs> and as I was saying that, but you're still doing podcast. You're still doing well, your podcast. I am. I am. I think, well, here's the thing. I think that Charlie Garcia, the CEO of of Alpha, I met him because he was one of the top 50 folks on LinkedIn, most connected people. And he was the top most connected Latino. And so um, HuffPost was going to do a story about him, right? So he called and he's like, how'd you find the top 10 women? Because I'd just been putting all those posts out about, you know, who they were and why they were only, you know, you had to get to 154 to get to the top 10 um, and, and all of those things. And um, and so that's where our relationship started, and it evolved into shared um, um, referrals and, and questions about things. He was brilliant at business. I mean, three different organizations named him Entrepreneur of the Year nationally. I mean, who does that, right? And wow. so if I'm if he's my friend and I have a business question and I don't call him, how am I going to face him when he says, how come you didn't call me, right? So I I would, and he got to become an advisor and help me restructure the business so that if something happened to me or Mike or whatever, that that the other person wouldn't lose everything. And and that really opened the door for me to take the job with Alpha, which was originally going to be a consulting gig. Um, It was going to be a very intensive consulting gig for three years. And, um, and then he said, look, take it as a, as an employment opportunity because then I won't have to worry about you. You can, you can focus on what you're brilliant at and what you're passionate about and you'll have health insurance. So you've got rheumatoid arthritis and he, you know, he knows the story of, of the struggles that I face um, on a health wise. And that's just been so brilliant. And he was right, you know, to be able to walk into a 
into a um, opportunity like that, not only consulting and saying, here's what I think best practices are, here's what I recommend you do, but now as the chief branding officer, I've got the authority to do those things and to test and try and see what's working and what's not and why and how do I tweak it and make it better. Um, and, and so really, it's been brilliant in my own, um, in my own growth professionally and I would not do it any differently if I, if I had to try it again. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Um, the 2008 recession is what brought me into who I am today, right? Mm -hmm. And yep. uh, I, I realized more than ever that when you, know, when you work at a company, it's, it's really a marriage, a marriage of two foreign cultures. And do you click? Um, you know, is there ROI for you working there, what have you? And I totally get what you're saying about not just being a consultant, but being part of the company part of the brand and having authority and the things you can do that consultants can't do. So right. I've, I've yet to find that and I've always opened myself up to the possibility if that magical combination comes up, then yeah. I would consider doing it. Um, but I sort of remain fiercely independent. I just, you know, I've had, <laughs> I've had uh, the, the Grammy award winning musician I worked with for, for several years was probably the closest to that, but because his specialty was mariachi and mm -hmm. I don't speak Spanish. Um, and it's funny you mentioned Charles Me Garcia, either. you know, yeah, but his, I mean, he's almost like a, a legend in Mexico and, you know, most things he does, he only does in Spanish. So I, I knew that I would be limited there. Um, but it's funny, I just signed on a new client this week that is going to be another one of these longer term strategic clients. And um, we'll see. And it's uh, a thought leader in a different field. But uh, right. yeah, I, you know, I, I like the variety and I think that there's something yes. to gain. But as my brother said, you know, when I went to Asia, when I graduated from college, you know, I had um, three years of Chinese under my belt and a, and a foreign uh, a year abroad in Beijing. I had a year of Japanese under my belt. Wow. And I said, I told my brother, like, by the time I'm 30, I'm going to learn five Asian languages. Uh, you know, Thai, Cantonese, Mandarin, Japanese, and Korean. And I actually ended up starting to take some Korean classes when I was in Japan. Cool. But he's, and my, my brother, he's like, a, he's a medieval historian, true, you know, a real intellect and PhD and what have you. And he goes, Neil, he goes, you know, my advice is that you know, if you go too wide on things, you miss out on the value of depth in, in focusing on only one or two things. And there's, there's so much to be gained from that depth. And that's what you're getting right now. So I, I totally get that and respect that. I think it's great. It's all about finding your mojo, finding your, your, yeah. your match. Your, you know, it's, we're organic entities. And I think, you know, for people that just end up working at a company and, and, you know, satisfied with the status quo without pursuing their dreams, their vision, their mission. Yeah. I, I really feel they're missing out on a lot. They may not even realize it yet, but, um, you know, I'm glad you found what you had. I'm sure everything, it, like my wife said, um, and my wife is a few years younger than me. And when we met, she was, you know, she was really young and I'm like, Hey, I, you know, uh, I'm only interested in, in going out with women who I think, uh, we may end up getting married someday with, because I was a little bit older, a little bit more serious. And, and she goes, um, she goes, you know, I'm, I'm really serious. And even though I'm of this age, uh, I've had a lot of experiences and you've had a lot of experiences and they, they mm -hmm. add to who we are today. And that's right. a very special, and we should appreciate our past and appreciate our presence. So um, I'm sure everything that you did up until now led to who you are now and what you're doing. So I think that's great. Nice. Nice. Well, you know, we're going to, so we are having this, this call deep. today. It is getting deep. I love that. And, and we're having the call today because of Gaggle Amp and the Amplify conference. Now, what's kind of interesting is I am one of, the, I'm, I'm a power user of Gaggle Amp. I've got, I think, one of the largest um, um, private communities or public communities, I should say, where it's not a, um, where it's not a, um, 
uh, company owned um, ampli- amplification thing. So employee advocacy and that thing, they're brilliant at it. And I love me and Chris Abraham and, and there's some other public gaggles. But, you know, so of course, when I joined Alpha, I was going to say, okay, here are the different tools I use and here's how I want to apply things. And I thought, okay, great. I'm going to I'm gonna start a gaggle amp for Alpha. Well, here's the thing. Latinos are the largest demographic of people per capita that are in social media. And really? I wow. thought... Right. So, of course, everything I do in social media should fit, right? Well, or should work. Um, And no, it doesn't. And by the way, it's a volunteer membership organization. And there's all kinds of other ways, all other. So I'm studying best practices in this sort of scenario. And and what was interesting to me is that people were questioning, what is this? What am I? What are you asking me to do? They didn't know and didn't understand um, what it was. And so I spent like the first eight months because Latinos are in social media, but they're very family and community focused. Right. That immediately should have told me Facebook, right? And I'm not, Facebook is one of my weakest areas, even though I'm, you know, really strong there, comparatively speaking. But what I've had to do is spend the first eight months cleaning up the presence and getting the brand under control and getting 84 LinkedIn groups turned into one where we could network across the nation with each other, um, you know, get our name in different places and, and just this un- unbelievable amount of best practices and how to clean up a social media presence. And we've been successful and now we're starting to, um, to turn everything on, if, if you will, and starting to share uh-huh. messages. But in that cleanup, I had to educate people about what I was doing and why. And so they're becoming more savvy in the other areas and thinking about, oh, I should do this or I should do it that way. And we're talking about how chapters work as opposed to the organization, as opposed to the individual, as opposed to the company. And we're doing webinars and we're, you know, so they've really made in 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 eight and a half nine short months they've really come a long way as an organization um into this new paradigm of how do we use social media to promote not only our brand and our membership and the value of alpha but the latino professional in particular and they're seeing that possibility now so now we've got a gag we've got an aha amplifier book with mitchell levy on the amplifier and i interviewed him Mm -hmm. um we did the thought leader life interviews with women of alpha doing candid conversations on thought leadership which was brilliant so we've got these videos we've got the audios we've got the blogs we've got the book we're promoting it. People are sharing it. And they're like, hey, what's this aha amp hashtag? Should we be using that? Which was like, um, yes, uh, sort of, but in this situation only. <laughs> so they're starting to ask really relevant questions, right? And so I'm I'm watching for the timing of when do I turn on gaggle amp again for alpha in a t- at a time that's relevant. And so that's kind of, you know, a lot of people don't don't think about, well, hey, I should be using this. Everybody should be using that. But if your audience isn't ready for it, no, you shouldn't. So talk to me about your experiences where you've seen where, you know, something that was the quote unquote, you know, thing everybody was doing where it wasn't time. Can you think of other examples where it wasn't really time or right for that in that situation for those people or that organization to use something? Maybe your musician or or in another another um, with another client yeah so Laura I mean we, we both have been doing social media consulting you know in various ways for, for several years and um, you bring upon points that I um, agree with greatly which is that education so when I launched my consultancy in January of 2010 um, 
you know, there were like four companies within the within a range of about two weeks that reached out to me saying, Neil, we want your help with our social media. We don't know what we need to do, but we know you're the person to help drive us towards nice a, a good direction. And mm-hmm. and that's where I had my aha moment. And that's actually where I ended up leaving the corporate world and, and going full force with my consultancy. Um, and I, I thought, you know, I, I don't have an agency background. My background's more in, with B2B sales and biz dev and, and some marketing. Right. So right. I'm, not an, I'm not an agency person, and I don't want to do your social media because I don't think I should be doing it unless I'm an employee. Right. So, I'm not an agency either, so I get that, yeah, I get that right. difference. Yeah, and I was in training have, before. And we both have more of a B2B than a B2C background, right? So mm-hmm. I, I think exactly. we probably think very similar here. And so I thought that you know what I came up with was I realized that companies needed a strategy. So let's go through what your business problems are and see how social media can help. But they right. also needed that education. So the consultancy hold, work hold, I hold did. Hold on right there for just a second. The, what, say that one more time. You looked at the business case. What, was their, what were their business needs? So many exactly. people missed that piece. Yeah. That, they, that, so, go ahead. So t- take social media out of the picture. Okay. Mm-hmm. One, of, one of my quotes that a lot of people quote me at after I speak is, is social media replaces nothing yet complements everything. So let's see, let's see what pieces of what you do in your business and the problems you have, let's see where social media fits better than other pieces or can help complement what you do. So that was really, it, it was more of business consulting in all honesty and mm-hmm. understanding business. And because I had run, you know, I was regional VP out there in Asia and I had run sales organizations and wore a lot of hats. I have that right. business experience. And so if you've only done PR and you've never done sales, how can you talk about social selling, Right. Uh, right. You need to have that experience. So, so that was sort of my my gift to the industry and to the business world, and and that gave me a unique perspective. Was that business experience before social, um, of working in corporations, of being in charge of a you know of, of a profit loss, uh, having a P and L, having a budget, limited resources, and you know living quarter to quarter with how much you uh, how well you perform from a sales figure and what have you. So, so that that strategy and education is what has driven me since. And I'm a firm believer, um, you know, I want to talk a little bit about tools because Gaggle Amp, mm-hmm. and, and like you, Lori, I also have a public gaggle for Maximize Social Business that is up there. And I've been running that for probably as long as you guys have been running your gaggle, pretty, probably about two years. Two years, yeah. It was March, yeah, uh, Mar- yeah March 27th, actually, I think, was okay. uh, two years ago. I'm going to have to go into my emails and see when I started. Maybe I was a few months later. Than you, can you, look but- in your, you can look in your gaggle. Oh really? I'll show you later. Yeah, we're we're gonna we okay. First of all, let me just say we got to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. But while we are taking a quick break, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you up to um, connect with me for dinner, and I will buy your dinner because I love you, dude. <laughs> so Brasco, take us away for a quick break. We'll be right back with Neil Schaefer, my friend who I've never met in person, and I'm going to very very soon. I'm getting goosebumps. Oh my god, <laughs> this is great. You're More from Rock the World with LinkedIn when we return. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. 
Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. InternetMarketingINC.com is one of the fastest-growing full-service digital marketing agencies in the country, specializing in providing results-driven online marketing solutions. Internet Marketing Inc.'s passionate team prides themselves on staying ahead of marketing trends to create and implement campaigns that get more traffic to your website, gain positive brand awareness, and drive conversions. If you are looking for a data-driven approach to online marketing and advertising, call Internet Marketing Inc. today at 866-563-0620 or visit internetmarketinginc.com. Rock the World with LinkedIn continues only on webmasterradio.fm. All right, we're back with Neil Schaefer. And over the break, we um, we went to our gaggles and Neil, Neil break, he beat me. Um, we went into our, our thing and he's uh, August, right? And you started promoting it in December. And I didn't start until March 26th of 2013. So... Um, you are officially two years old. Now, okay, I'm going to go to gaggleamp.com, G-A-G-G-L-E-A-M-P.com. And when I get there, right in the middle of the navigation bar is join a public gaggle. So right now, my picture and um, uh, business rock stars is on the public gaggle amp. And you're, oh, maximize social business gaggle with the four little, with the, like around the table, Right. Yep, I'm totally it. not a member of your gaggle. I did not realize that was you. Now, see, I would say, I, I would say, use your name there, Neil, because people. I mean, I, I know you and love you, and had I realized that was yours, I would have joined it. And I, I just, I, know. I, I never, I, I don't always go in there, so I don't look. I have gone through, um, and you know what? I'm, I'm on. I'm looking for where those. Where do they put those public gaggles again? So. On gagalamp.com, yeah. um, on the middle of the um, navigation bar, that black navigation bar, join a join public gaggle. Join a public gaggle. Well, there it is. Okay. I was yep. looking at the bottom. Yeah. And um, David Merriman Scott has one now, too. I didn't I didn't see his before. I didn't realize that either. Yeah. Uh, see, uh, we've got some new stuff going on here. I'm going to um, yeah. auto-tweet your um, your Twitter stuff and um, because I, I love your content. Well, thank you. Here's here's the LinkedIn rock star. Are your Joe Calm? We're now joined up. Okay, good Yay. stuff. Um, but um, but yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit about 
the, you know, I was talking about the strategy and education. And yes. this is where the tools come in because there's a lot of people and businesses who they're like, okay, I get access to a tool and that's all I need to do. Like, what are the tools? And, you know, GagWap is an example of a tool that if you use it wrong, it right. can be seen as, as spam by other people who, who may not know what it is or what you're tweeting. And I've seen organizations that have adopted, you know, what we call employee advocacy, right? And they adopt a platform like Gagawam, and you'll see like 30 members of a company tweet out the same thing, and right. then you, you respond to them, and they never respond back, or they only have like 50 followers, and when you do a search for the tweet, it's like all these people with 50 followers from the same company have tweeted out the exact same thing, you know, for the last right. week. It, it actually devalues the brand. So tools like Gagawam are very powerful, but you need that educational, I, I like to call it social media literacy, right? You need to have a certain um, educational background. That's why whenever I present on social um, or when I work with, you know, a company as a consultant, that the first stage is really all that education. It's like, let's all get to the same wavelength vis-a-vis -vis social media for business. Don't think about the tools yet. Think about what is possible without the tools. And then let's see how tools can help us become more effective and yes. scale, what have you. So, so yeah, so, you know, Glenn uh, Galde, I hope I'm pronouncing his last name right, yep. reached out yep. to me like 2012 and, and you know, you, you asked me about why I didn't put in my own name. I've, I've, you know, I'm a pretty modest person. I'm not about, yes. you know, like myself and I used to have something called Windmill Networking. That's how I started, right? Mm -hmm. and I remember I started, that. I loved it. Yeah. And it was like, I, I just did it for, you know, paying it forward and, and you know, writing a book to, to add value and and then I launched my consultancy in 2010. I'm like, wow, windmill networking isn't really well aligned with the needs of the market, and I need to change that, the branding. And, and that's when I ended up moving that over to maximize social business. So for the, for the people that knew me from the windmill networking days, like you, yes. Right. But on the other hand. And I did. I had no idea that you had maximized yeah. social business. I'm such a bad friend. No, 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 no. But the thing <laughs> is, I, I wanted to rebrand myself because, and uh -huh. you know, everybody takes a different approach. We were very early on, you know, influencers right. on LinkedIn. And um, I realized very early on as I started to consult with businesses and speak that I didn't want to push a platform on people. Um, mm -hmm. I want to pick the platform that makes sense based on who they are, what their needs right. are, and what have you. And LinkedIn's only part of it. There's several other exactly. platforms out there. And, in and order that's to, why I've been expanding my brand for the same exactly. reason. Yeah. And, and, and so in order for me not to be seen as a one-trick pony, although there are, there are benefits of doing that as well, and some have been very successful doing that, I didn't mm -hmm. want to be seen as a one-trick pony. To me, that was also boring as a professional who wants to learn as much as I can, right? Yeah. Um, and, and therefore, I decided to branch out. I had to rebrand myself so people didn't think of me as just as a LinkedIn person, and that led to maximize social business. So there's a, and then my latest book, Maximize Your Social, where I think I completed that transition. So I lost cool. out on some of the old fans like you, but we're friends, so we get back in touch. Well, are, yeah, you know, I would just business. say, from a from a branding perspective, you know, incorporating, you know, the that the author of Windmill Networking. So if people go search for you or for that term or for the name of your book, that that's still in Maximize Social Business and they can find you again. Now, I don't go search for you because I know who you are and where to find you, I would think. So I'm evidently not. Um, yeah, but, if, you know, you know it's, so, yeah, that would help. Yeah, I have 301 redirect. So if you still go to Windmill Networking, uh, you to Maximize Social. And if you go to about, you know, cool. so I have that information out there and, and, and mm -hmm. to be honest with you, the people that remember me from Women Networking were mainly interested in social media for job search. And that's oh. not, it's not what I do, right? The, the whole Women Right, Networking. right. So anyway. Yeah, so we had a lot of job search folks reach out to us and I couldn't, I couldn't handle them because I was so busy with business 
people and the, the scale was different and the conversations yeah. were different. So that's yeah. why we created Rock LinkedIn and, and individual things that we could just send people to to say, here's some value. You know, we've got a class on Udemy, the Rockstar Profile. It's $39 so people can go and get it. It's affordable and and they don't have to wait for me to, you know, reach out to them, which is impossible. My my own husband can't get a hold of me. <laughs> no, I hear you. <laughs> I, I'm the same way, right? So. So when we when we talk about the tools, um, and it's funny because I met Glenn, and um, you know those of us that are early on with LinkedIn understand the value of LinkedIn, have a B two B background. We understand the rela- mm-hmm. we understand the, the power and importance of relationships, and I know that you you've got your current position because of this extended relationship. We know each other. I'm on this podcast because of our extended relationship over social, right. and and I'm like, hey Glenn, I'm speaking at you know marketing profs is having a B two B conference. It's the first time I'm speaking in Boston. I want to meet you. You know I've been a fan of Gagwamp. And so when I met him in October last year, Glenn's like, hey, uh, I'm uh, planning to launch a users conference and I really want to not only you know, promote our users, but I also want to you know, tell the world about what great things you can do with the tool and employee advocacy in general and, and what have mm-hmm. you. I'm like, Glenn, I want to be a part of it. Um, just yeah. let me know. I'll, you know. I'll fly out. I'll come to Boston for you. I want to support you. And that's really how I sort of found out about it before he launched it. But that's uh, how I, I, you know, I want to support him, and I am going to be. I know you're going to be speaking there as well. Uh, yeah. I'm going to be speaking, and I'm going to be sharing experiences as probably you are of managing my own gaggle and um, what we can uh, what we can learn from that because it's been very very interesting, you know, running it as I'm sure you have a lot of stories to share as well. And it's yeah. funny because during that same trip, you know, I've I've come to the conclusion, although I'm, I'm against people that just think a tool can solve everything, I, I do more and more believe that companies need to scale. In social more than they think, and if they don't have the budget yes. to invest resources, they either need to pay for social, as in pay, paid advertising, or they need to make better use of tools. And I sort of came back to my my background. I used to you know sell software right mm-hmm. uh, to Fortune 500 cool. companies, and I sort of okay. I sort of came back. And so after I met with Glenn, I met with the former VP of marketing for one of these startups I work with called SBI, who lives in Boston. And he goes, mm-hmm. Neil, I've been doing these one day executive summits. For, and we used to be in the IPTV industry. So he's been doing high-tech executive summits. And I'm like, you know, Brian, I'm like, I have had a vision of doing an executive summit for the social tools industry, of bringing in the gag nice. lamps and the hoot suites. And, and really, all these stories you have, like when you talk to Glenn about how they've helped clients or you know, the stories that you have during sales calls – Right. Um, because you happen to be an event that happened to heard about a tool, but other people just don't know about it. I want to uncover those stories and really create an event that supports the industry. And so we launched the Social Tools Summit, which is going to be in Boston. It. Uh, it's actually going to be the day before the two-day Amplify Conference. And yep. Glenn is going to be speaking uh, on our employee advocacy panel. Gagweb is going to be attending. <laughs> yeah, awesome. So, and Gagweb is a sponsor of the event as well. And it's a one-day uh-huh. event. Um, and yeah, I'm just really excited about it. So I'm going to be there the whole week in Boston. There's going to be a few other um, social innovation uh, type events in addition to Amplify and Social Tools Summit. We're, we're actually going to have a website called Social Innovation Week. I think if you go there right now, you'll see some of the other events. Cool. And um, it, it's going to be great. And you know, it, this is really the first, um, this is the first conference focused on employee advocacy with Gagwam, mm-hmm. and we're doing the first conference focused on social media tools, social tools stuff. It. So it's going to be a real it. special week. Boston's such a special city, too, if you never get out there. It and, is. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's so beautiful, especially in May. It's such yeah. a beautiful place in May. Um, and I, I'm coming in, I'll be coming in right from Denver, um, speaking at Author U Extravaganza the, follow, the weekend previous, flying in either Saturday or Monday morning, and then I'll be there for the week. 
um, and just going to be you know doing business meetings and stuff and in, in addition to the to the conferences but I haven't had a chance yet with everything going on to to figure out what else is going on that week but I just know I need to a be there all week b get a rental car <laughs> and yeah. c figure out who do I really want to spend some quality time with? And I think um, I know that that Glenn is trying to put a dinner together or something like that for speakers. But there are just you know some people that you know now that we've talked really one to one, and I think when that once that we meet in person, you know, I just I just published a post on LinkedIn because I saw somebody's profile. I met him in Seattle. It mm-hmm. dawned on me I hadn't seen him in like two years. And smiled. And I just really ripped off a really quick message to him on LinkedIn. And I thought, oh, my God, is he even going to remember me? Like, that's such a stupid question because I'm so unforgettable. Um, But I said, I came across your profile. It made me smile, dot, dot, dot. And then the message was, how the heck have you been? And, of course, he responded, like, within uh, just a little while. And... um, and it was it was brilliant. Now we've got the conversation going again. I'm finding out what he's been doing. We've got some reasons to talk business wise, and it just rekindles that stuff. And I, I think through social, it really allows us the opportunity to stay connected with people that impacted our lives, and um, and not lose touch, not have to go back and dig and find their email and their phone number, and then find out it doesn't work. And shucks, you know, I wish that we should have stayed in touch. It's none of that happens anymore. You just pick up where you left off. Yeah. You know, I have a great story about that too. I just recently recorded a podcast called why LinkedIn should become your new CRM. And I, you know, I, I'm, I'm on maximize social business, but my personal <laughs> brand is maximize your which is where my business is. And, and that's the name of my podcast and everything. And I went through an exercise. I'm a big business card person because I, I was in Japan for 15 years. Uh-huh. Uh, Meishi or what they call business cards are a big part of their culture and I still have business cards I've collected over my career, right? And that's yeah. how I managed my, you know, we used to use Goldmine back in the day. Um, oh, but that's yeah. How, that's how I sort of managed. Yeah, that's how I sort of managed my relationships was by looking at the cards. And in Japan, it's okay to write on them. You know, mm-hmm. it's like the notes you write in LinkedIn contact, you know, where you met them, how you met them. I was doing that manually on business cards. And so I realized as I am launching the Social Tools Summit and wanting to get in touch with people in the industry that I haven't wanted to get, get in touch with before, that I haven't, like, added. I've been... I've had other people add me, but I haven't really been proactively reaching out to people to add on LinkedIn in five years. So I literally, Lori, every day, and this is how I wrote the podcast, every day I've been going into my business cards that I've had in my desk, taking them out. Every day I am going through 50 people and I am sending them invites. And I'm saying, we met at a networking event a long time ago, probably in Orange County, when there's a certain city that I know I was in, like Baltimore when I spoke, what have you, I say that, um, where I probably spoke on social media I really, you know, I'd like to stay in better touch and I, you know, LinkedIn is the greatest place where we can do that and I'd like to help you if I can. And wow. Lori, so many people, Neil, I saw you speak at Social Media Marketing World two years ago. Even to wow. today, that was, that was the best speech I've ever seen and it helped me launch my own career in social media consulting or, you know, yeah, I remember you. It's so That's good to hear brilliant. from you. Yeah. And it's, it's just a great example that because um, if you don't do that, Lori, uh-huh. then that business card, that meeting that person has it's worth no nothing. value. It's worth right. nothing for either of you, right? And you right. never know. The whole thing on windmill networking, you know, you, once you connect with someone, you never know where you're going to go in your career and your life and how you might be able to help each other. Um, and by having That's that great. connection and when you have a need of doing the advanced people search and, and you know, discovering the people and the connections, um, it's just, it's a necessity in, in, in today's mm-hmm. life as a professional, right? 
Well, we are sadly out of time, but not for long. We're going to be getting together, and I, I'm sure we're going to talk into the night. But um, we've actually <laughs> taken the entire show today. Brasco, we're not going to have an expert segment. This has been – this has been – Screw the experts. No. <laughs> no, but you Nearly know what? Expert. I, everybody yes. listening to this podcast, if you're going to be in Boston, reach out. Let's – Yes. This is – these are the types of intelligent conversations that are going to be going on that entire yes. week, right? Yep. Um, exactly. AttendAmplify.com. Yeah. And Social Innovation Week. Yes. And SocialToolSummit.com. And SocialToolSummit.com. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. All right. And so now people know where to get a hold of you. And then MaximizeSocialBusiness.com is your primary website where you do most of your business. And if you have not met or heard of or read Neil Schaefer, find him, follow him, track him down, stalk him. He's oh, brilliant. Other way around. Uh, sorry, other way around. Maximize Social Business is is a blog where blog. Thank you. in addition to my so so here's a story for you, Lori. All the big okay. social media websites I applied the blog, they all rejected me. So it's like, you know what? I'm gonna build my really? own module. I'm gonna build my own <laughs> so I built it. Maximize social business. I, you know, in addition to me, I have twenty other people that uh, contribute unique wow. content on a monthly basis. So um, we published one or cool. two new posts. Yeah. And then maximize your social is my podcast, my business. So Maximize Social Business is sort of its own media entity, but it's where, so I, cool. it's where I build thought leadership and I help other people who don't have a platform to join together and to create well, a bigger platform. When we get together in Boston, I'm going to get the entire story straight and we're going to reconnect <laughs> and figure out where we are and what's how going on and other. how we play. Yeah. Exactly. How we can help each other. That's always where the relationship that's budded turns into real blooms and real fragrant relationships and stuff. But we're sadly completely out of time. It's been an amazing pleasure and honor to have you on Rock the World with LinkedIn. And um, I can't wait to see you, Neil. Uh, the feeling is mutual. I, I, why didn't we do this earlier? But anyway, we've done it. And we'll be seeing each other in two months. Excellent. Love you, dude. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, you too. Rock on, everybody. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.